Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome to Conspiracy, the show, the world's most trusted conspiracy theory podcast, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Olivia Haidar. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conspiracy, the show. I'm Adam Todd Brown. And I'm Olivia Haidar. And that makes us your hosts. Olivia, happy last day of the United States. How's it going? Oh, it's going about as well as it did on all of the other last days of the United States oh, that sure, I've lived sure, through. Sure. Yeah. Which is to say, not great, I would say. Yeah, this is coming out the day the midterm elections happen. I already voted, so I didn't have to smack a Republican poll watcher in the goddamn face. I didn't want to be confronted with all that, so I did some early Dude, voting. You, you got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I'm I'm actually in the one part of L.A. County where that probably right. will be a thing, but I can't yeah. imagine where you are in the <laughs> Midwest having what what that situation is going to be yeah. like. Look, I'm not going into a, a, a poll. I can't imagine. I also can't imagine. Yeah, but I will say that every day. At least once a day for the last two months, I have been getting the most hate-filled right-wing political advertising in oh. my mailbox. Oh, sure, Physically, yeah. every day, at least once, if not twice. That's nuts. Especially if it's happening, st- happening twice at different times. Like, fuck, yeah. I checked the mail this morning. <laughs> yes, What's going it on? happens. <laughs> And it's, you know, it's a local right-wing election, and so it's all about critical race theory and how trans people are destroying the world. Like, a bunch of stuff that's really going to appeal to me right, right as right. a voter. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking nuts. I can't imagine yep. what it's like out there. Sucks. I bet. A lot of fascists. Yeah. Oh, there sure are. There's so many fascists. So that's not what we're talking about today. I mean, we're sort of talking about fascists. We're talking about the American government, so we're always talking about fascists when we do that. But we're talking about a story that is sweeping the nation, a story that's doing exactly what the libs want it to do, which is distract me and Olivia from talking about the real issues. Right. The Paul Pelosi The real issues being, like, Deadstream, like horror movies. Yeah, yeah. Deadstream was really good. Uh, the new VHS yeah. rules. Lots of good horror yeah. movies out there. We're talking about the Paul Pelosi hammer attack. Is that right. that's bet we can't call it an assassination. He didn't die. No, he didn't die. And it's not as fun to just call it a beating when you could call it a hammer attack. So well, right. And it was also like a home invasion. I feel like any home invasion, it's not a beating when it happens there. True. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't that's know. Maybe that's an elevated like an beating. <laughs> yeah. It's an elevated beating. Yeah. Uh, and A24 has just been pushing these <laughs> elevated beatings. And I got to say, I just am sick of it. Yeah. It's it's a post beating beating. Just give me my good old fashioned, you know, <laughs> sleazy bee beatings. This is a wild story. And I'm just going to come right out and say it. Paul Pelosi's having a bad year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shit. I didn't even know this man's name prior to May of this year. Yeah. Because he's the husband of an elected official. What the fuck do I care? We don't have right. a royal family here. I don't have to pay attention to these motherfuckers' spouses. Nope. But now I do because someone attacked Paul Pelosi with a hammer. And now here we are talking about it. The first place Paul Pelosi came to my attention, though, was back in May. I guess the first time, mm -hmm. not the first place. But sure. that's when that DUI happened. And I remember when that happened, and I remember thinking, so what? I don't care. People get DUIs <laughs> all the time. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. Don't drink and drive, especially right. when you're 82 years old. Yeah, don't even drive when you're 82. Yeah, the fuck is the matter with you? I will say, it does, though, remind me of the time that my grandfather relapsed. <laughs> and stole someone's car from a, a liquor store Yeah, on accident. On accident? Well, you know, like, he thought it was his. Oh, sure. <laughs> and so he got it and drove away. There but for the grace of God, go any of yep. us. Yep. Uh, but that's just what I picture when I think of an old man driving drunk. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty minor thing. It was a misdemeanor charge. He got in an accident. But it seems like the accident maybe wasn't even completely his fault. He just yeah. happened to have gotten in an accident while drunk. And so right. you're going to get you're going to get some DUI charges out of that. Yeah. Lucky for the guy whose fault the accident was. Probably. Yeah. Because you're going to be able to claim like, oh, look, he was this drunk guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a misdemeanor charge. He paid five thousand dollars bail. To get out, mm -hmm. seemingly a minor incident happened the day before Nancy Pelosi received an honorary degree from Brown University. Fucking men always got to steal the spotlight from the women in their lives. I, I <laughs> but also, why is Brown why? giving Nancy Pelosi an honorary degree this late in the game? Doesn't she have a degree? What? Yeah, why? Is Brown giving her a degree? Know. That doesn't make any sense. How crazy would it be if we looked it up and it's like, nope, GED. That's all Nancy Pelosi got. <laughs> Look, based on her policies. <laughs> right? Yeah. Chow! Boom! Got her. I love the idea that right-wingers think people on the left love Nancy Pelosi. It's like, shh, do you even know us? Right. Read anything? <laughs> I guess so, I guess they do mostly. Do they still? It feels like we, they would have gotten the point by now. I guess they're professional point missers, but uh, right, you know, right. yeah. Anyway, Nancy Pelosi. I bring this up because I can't find a lot of information about it now, but a rumor apparently started circulating after this mm -hmm. DUI arrest that Paul Pelosi had a passenger in the car with him and mm -hmm. that the passenger was his gay lover. Yeah. Ooh, scandalous. I can't imagine where a rumor like this would have started. It, 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 I just don't know. Yeah. I don't, I'm probably, this, this seems like 
left wing propaganda. Sure. Probably, absolutely. Probably the leftists pushing this classic leftist tactic. Right. Because you know how people on the left get whipped into a frenzy when they find out someone's gay. <laughs> yeah, they hate it. Ah! Oh, no. Yeah. So <laughs> this rumor started. And there was about a three-month gap. I bring this up because I feel like something similar is going to happen here. There's this arrest in May, and then there's this three-month gap where the police body cam footage is not released to the public. Mm -hmm. And that leaves this vacuum where people can jump in with theories like this, that, oh, they're not showing us the footage because Paul Pelosi's gay. And his gay lover was in the car with him. Mm -hmm. And then the footage comes out and it's like, well, no, that's not true. There's you can right. see from the dash cam footage that there was no one with Paul Pelosi. But by then it doesn't matter. Right. Because the rumor didn't, has spread. It, yeah, it didn't really even matter as the rumor was spreading, because the people who yeah. want to believe a rumor like this aren't going to give a shit whether reality conforms to their ideas yeah and in the video you can see that paul pelosi is indeed hammered oh yeah right meaning oh drunk oh yeah because because he was assaulted with a hammer I right right okay. i actually had that in the notes like not joking i just like put it in there that he was hammered yeah that's a good slang for drunk and it just dawned on me also hammered last month right it's foreshadowing <laughs> Also very sad. Don't fucking attack the families of elected officials with violence. Fucking monsters. Right, not the families. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole, if you read the San Francisco PD's statement, that's their whole vibe. Is like, the, families don't deserve this. It's like, the officials, maybe. I mean, use your own judgment there and we'll work it out in court. But the families, no. Which, True. So I bring that up, the DUI thing, because it does play into something else that happens in regards to the Paul Pelosi attack, which we'll get to in a minute. In the meantime, fast forward to right now, this most recent incident. The first thing we found out was that in the very early morning hours of October 28th, Paul Pelosi was attacked and severely beaten with a hammer by an assailant who broke into the San Francisco home he shares with Nancy Pelosi. Right away, we heard that the attacker was screaming, where's Nancy? Mm -hmm. We we got the name of a suspect pretty quick. 42-year-old David DePape. I've heard people pronounce it DePappy, but I respectfully decline to <laughs> take that route. I'm going DePape. Because my I would go, or DePape, not DePappy. Mm, I feel like DePappy is very American sounding. <laughs> yeah. If the media wants me to pronounce it that way, they're going to have to add some accent marks somewhere in that name. Yeah. Until then, he's David DePape. And what's he going to do? Attack me with a fucking hammer for saying his Maybe. name wrong? <laughs> so he might. If he gets out, police arrested DePap on suspicion of attempted murder, elder abuse and burglary, which, you know, when Paul Pelosi heard that part, he was like, oh, I get that I'm 82, but come on. Is it, I, I guess. <laughs> Why would it be a separate thing? <laughs> I don't know. From the attempted murder. Like, elder abuse. Like, I get elder abuse when, like, someone's in a nursing home and their nurse is, like, hitting them with a bar of soap and a towel or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's elder abuse. I get it. Yeah, it's a weird charge. It seems like the one that's probably most likely to get dropped. It's like you get that sure. attempted murder is right there also. You could just right. run with that one and see how many years you get out of it. <laughs> 
So we also found out right away Paul Pelosi underwent surgery to repair a skull fracture and serious injuries to his right arm and hands. Or did he? Okay. See, that's the one. (laughs) I like that Republicans came out right away with, oh, is this a false flag? Like, no, this would be the stupidest false flag attack of all time. Like, here's here's how I know we're going to sway the midterm elections. Uh huh. Let's beat Nancy Pelosi's husband with a hammer. Yeah. Who's that going to sway? That's not doing anything for anyone. But everyone in the country knows Paul Pelosi. They're going to be outraged immediately. (laughs) Yeah, no, they're not. Like, there's a lot of conspiracies around this. But Mm -hmm. the idea that this, like, either didn't happen or that Democrats did it intentionally, that's fucking dumb. Like, that's not even worth exploring. But it's it's one of the things that people were pushing, is that this is a... Maybe Nancy Pelosi did it intentionally. I could see that, yeah. Maybe we'll find out. What if we find out she paid David to pay to do it? Maybe. (laughs) It's just a fucking... that I would actually buy. Yeah, I mean, it's more... That happens way more often. Like It happens more often, and she's an evil bitch. So I just kind of won't put anything past her. That would be the fun investigation discovery conclusion to this. Yeah. Up next on The Nightmare Next Door. (laughs) So those were the early details we found out. But seeing as how this happened 11 days before the midterms. Sure. Both sides of the political spectrum started jumping in to try and capitalize on this. A little bit. And this is kind of where the DUI story comes into play. One of the first controversies that erupted around this involved Hillary Clinton. She tweeted a thing about this story and how right-wing extremism is leading to violence and blah, blah, blah. And she's probably right. Like, this does... This does point, I think, a little more to right-wing than left-wing violence, but we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. The thing is, Elon Musk, new president of Twitter, responded to I... Hillary Clinton's tweet, and he quote tweeted it and said, there's just a slight possibility there might be more to this story. And he linked to an article. Olivia, did you read the article he linked to? I put it in the show notes. The Observer article? Yes. Absolutely fucking not. Sorry. I, I got your, I got the summary. <laughs> it is... Bat shit insane. Yeah, no shit. And the thing about it, the article, it was written by a guy named Stan Green. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, that's not a real person. I looked right. around to try and find a Stan Green. There's no Stan Green in Santa Monica. The LA Times, a writer named Robin Abkarian tracked down who this person really is. And he's just the sure. publisher of the Santa Monica Observer. His name's David Ganizer. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> And he, according to their article, is a lifelong right-wing troll who's been sued approximately 40 times for various <laughs> crimes and misdeeds. So what is it, like 39, 41? Yeah, uh... exactly. Yeah, I always love wording like that. My yeah. favorite, the one we bring up on the Pretty Scary Pod all the time, we were talking about some book and it said it had been translated into more than 11 languages. <laughs> it's like, well, how many yeah. more? Three? Twelve. Then just say 14. And so say it was 14. <laughs> the fuck do you mean more than that, 11? We stopped counting at have... 11. It's actually like a thousand something now. But like after a certain threshold, I think 
like morally you have to switch to under 15. <laughs> yeah, well, there's rounding laws, just like with actual math. Right. So, it, you know, you got to go with what's going to look best. <laughs> so this guy's been sued a whole bunch. Yeah. 41 times. A journalist friend of David Ganizer shared a text exchange with the LA Times. And it's interesting because this journalist friend is a helicopter camera operator. And mm. she is the woman who filmed the Reginald Denny beating during the LA riots. And she filmed Whoa. something else really prominent too. So she's not nobody. Right. And she knows this guy. She knows David Ganizer. And she sure. shared this text exchange with the LA Times where she texted him and was like, did you write that bullshit about Paul Pelosi? And his response was, my story makes more sense than the San Francisco Police Department story. So yeah, mm -hmm. he's, he's Stan Green. Yes, seems, seems to be. <laughs> Takes a lot of backbone to write a story like that, not under your real name. Oh yeah, that's, that's what that is, backbone. Yeah, that's spine, right? That's intestinal Courage fortitude. under fire. <laughs> exactly. And his story leans on the Paul Pelosi is gay rumor that apparently started circulating after that DUI story, right. a rumor that is so prevalent, I cannot find a single mention of it anywhere. I don't know if the rumor ever even actually started. <laughs> even that part, I'm just getting from this fucking guy. So who that's, knows? That's interesting. I mean, like, I do imagine that there is a, I mean, we know that there is a whole network of right wing places that maybe it's harder to to source on this stuff but i mean it's also yeah. equally likely that this dickhead but i'm just made it up i'm usually able to find something right like it usually right. takes some digging and i didn't dig as hard this time because here's the thing i believe it i don't like you don't need yeah. to show me proof that right wingers started rumor that paul pelosi right, gay. Exactly. of course they did fucking of course they did he lives in well, San Francisco. He's a liberal. <laughs> of course, yeah. they started that rumor. Right. And also, it doesn't matter. I mean, like, it, it, it now exists. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Once the rumor's out there, that's good enough. No one, yeah. no one cares about the fact checkers afterwards. Nope. Especially not on the right. No. And so, building on that rumor from the DUI story, Stan Green theorizes that Paul Pelosi brought David DePape home from a gay bar. And that mm. the altercation ensued from there. Sure. And all of that Where's Nancy stuff and all of this talk of right-wing extremism is all just a smokescreen to cover up that Paul Pelosi has a gay lover. And it's mm -hmm. like, I don't know if the police are going to go that hard in the paint for the Pelosi's at this point <laughs> in history. Like, you honestly, yeah. you think the police aren't a little politically aware of what side yeah. the defund the police talk is coming from. Right. They tie that shit directly to Nancy Pelosi. These motherfuckers are not going to risk their careers to cover up that Paul Pelosi had a gay lover in the house. Come on. Right. Which is something that no one would care about except for right wing chuds. Right. It's not like it's a scandal that would bring down Nancy Pelosi. Not no. in the fucking slightest. All no, she would have not to, at all. All she would have to do is be like, yeah, I knew I was cool with it. And right. every, everyone would be like, oh, okay. Except people on yeah. the right who would accuse her of like, participating in a satanic ritual of some sort. <laughs> right. Or she could like divorce him and be like, oh, I, he was unfaithful and blah, blah, blah. And then she gets support and sympathy. Like, 
that would be such an easy scandal to spin positively for Nancy Pelosi, at least for a portion of the audience. Yeah, absolutely. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And so when people started questioning the part where, you know, he has absolutely no evidence to support anything that he put in this article, Stan Green fell back on the old, it's just an opinion article excuse. (laughs) Which, here's the thing. For one thing, the headline of the article, The Awful Truth, Paul Pelosi Was Drunk Again and Assaulted by His Gay Lover. That is the title of the opinion article. Right. Stan Green wrote. Yeah. And the way he introduces this as an opinion article, this is a quote from the article. I might disappear for telling you the truth. If I do, you'll all know why. But here's what really happened early Friday morning in San Francisco, IMHO. Yeah. He knows what the fuck he's doing. He knows what kind of people are going to read this and fucking run with it and email their kids. And he knows what audience this is going to. And it worked exactly the way he wanted it to work. But Adam, he said IMHO. (laughs) How, How much more clear can he be that it's an opinion piece? He's being also, humble. He's being humble. Right. You, you gotta love... Do you think that's humble or honest? I've always thought honest, but I read... There was an article about this Stan Green article, and they said yeah. honest or humble. Weird. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, we're just really seeing the uh, display of just a fucking titanium backbone here to write this article, and it's... Under a pseudonym and falls back on the, but it's just an opinion piece. Not just uh, that. Excuse. He says the opinion was relayed to him by a source. Sure. Great. That's the trifecta. This guy's just a soothsayer, man. He's just passing Ah. down tales from the ancients (sighs) to us young bravery. Yeah. I just am astonished. He just made this shit up. He completely made this shit up. I encourage people to read the LA Times article about this guy. Like, this is just what he does. And then now he's got the nerve to, on top of this article, now he's got this long, like, five-page rant about how people were dragging his name through the mud. But now more information's coming out that proves he was right. No, it doesn't. It's the same bullshit. (laughs) It's just... Yeah. We'll get there. But, like... But he's got, like, uh, the god of Twitter backing him up, you know? Like, yeah, that's going to embolden him. But also, Elon Musk deleted that tweet. That's like Newsmax banning you for being too QAnon. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Like, when Elon Musk is like, this is too much misinformation for me. Sorry. Yeah. It doesn't matter, though. Like, just the fact that he did it, like, millions of people saw the article then. Yeah, millions of people saw the article, and you know the consensus among that crowd is just going to be, well, he had to take it down because of all the pressure from investors and advertisers and stuff. But we know this is the true story about what happened to Paul Pelosi. And it's like, 
fucking citation needed. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Because for one thing, I know this won't be a lot of this won't be a problem for a lot of people, and I understand that. But to believe Stan Green's theorized version of events in the Pelosi attack, you have to also believe that the FBI, the San Francisco PD, the prosecutor, the district attorney, everyone have just completely fabricated their case against David DePape. <laughs> yeah. Because a day after Stan Green's article came out, the actual like criminal complaint against David DePape was published by the Department of Justice. And it includes a whole lot of quotes from DePape himself mm -hmm. that I would argue kind of contradict the gay lover scenario here. Oh, really? Yeah. Like there's the part where he said he was... This is a quote. I'm sick of the insane fucking levels of lies coming out of Washington, D.C. This was a suicide mission. I'm not going to stand here and do nothing, even if it costs me my life. So. Okay. Sounds pretty gay. <laughs> gay. <laughs> yeah, like what? To believe the Stan Green version of events, you have to believe this is all completely made up. And right. like, I get it. I get that the FBI isn't the... The most respected outfit, but right. I don't think they would go this far to what? Cover up that Paul Pelosi's gay to swing the midterm elections? Like, yeah. what would be the point? Well, of we all know the FBI loves liberals. <laughs> yeah. And the thing, yeah, the FBI, they love a progressive. That's for damn sure. They, We've talked about really that. They really do. You know, they've, whole they've always had an interest in the black uh, freedom movement. What was that? Sorry, I'm just thinking about that quote from the FBI museum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I, about. I wrote an article about the Bobby Kennedy thing, and I included that. I had lost most of the pictures, but I still had that because I texted it to you. Yeah. I was able to find that one. Yeah. Never going to forget that. That's such a good, great plaque. It, it was it was almost as great as how they had a bunch of doors that were painted to show what mm -hmm. the old timey FBI offices looked like. And one of them was the cyber crimes unit. It's like, oh, ye old cyber crimes. OK, is that what that door looked like back in the 1930s? Got it. So. The other thing about this being a thing that the FBI, the police, the Department of Justice, the Democratic Party, all teaming up to fake in the name of swinging the midterm elections, mm -hmm. it plays into the standard right wing talking point right now right. among people who are campaigning, especially in states that have bigger cities like Los Angeles, which is that crime is out of control. Like, right. that's a thing right-wingers are pointing to is like, look at San Francisco. Crime's fucking out of control. Mm -hmm. If Democrats were faking this, they would have to realize this kind of just plays into that narrative, too. Like, you right. could just flip it whichever way. So there's no point in anyone mm -hmm. faking this. Like, there's... yeah. There's absolutely no reason for anyone to false flag this shit. Yeah, there's no there's no benefit. No one gains anything. No. from any of this except for the right wing who have a fun new thing to play with like a dog toy or whatever. And that is I think one of the most important things you look for when you're accusing someone of a crime or mm. if you're accusing someone of being involved in a conspiracy. What it's it? like, well what's Quibono? the motive? Who benefits? Yeah, who benefits? What's the motive? Who is this helping? And in this case, nobody. It helps everyone as much as it helps no one if you're talking capitalizing on it for political 
reasons. Right. So, sorry, probably not a false flag, but <laughs> that didn't stop people from mm. spreading more theories. And what you see here is a lot of what you saw with Sandy Hook, where mm -hmm. things come out in the very early moments of that, and sometimes the information is wrong and needs to be corrected. That right. is a common thing in journalism, and that's what people yeah. latch on to for conspiracy theories like this. Yeah. Example, there was a rumor that both Pelosi and DePape were in their underwear when police showed up. And see, that's another thing where people are like, well, see, that was his gay lover. That's why they were both in their underwear. And the reason people are saying that is because there was a local San Francisco Fox News affiliate, if you can believe it, that accidentally wrote that when police arrived, both men were in their underwear. And then they later corrected that and said, no, we were wrong. But that's what right wingers like Dinesh D'Souza and Donald Trump Jr. started running with. And they started tweeting about why were they both in their underwear the paragons of truth yes donald trump jr and dinesh d'souza <laughs> absolutely that local affiliate issued a correction like i think an hour later or something like right. very shortly thereafter and there's a bunch of uproar around the 911 call mm -hmm. because paul pelosi it seems like at one point refers to david de pape as a friend he says right. there's a gentleman here waiting for my wife and what people aren't taking into account is Paul Pelosi made that phone call while a man who broke in his home was standing over him with a hammer. <laughs> right. You get from David DePape's own statements and from just reading through the court records, which we'll link to, Paul Pelosi, it seems like, tricked David DePape into making that phone call. Right. Because right. he asked if he could use the bathroom. And the thing is, his phone was charging in the bathroom. So he goes in the bathroom and makes this 911 call. And in David DePape's mind, well, now he's already on the phone with the police. So, I mean, if I just murder him while he's on the phone with police, I'm fucked. Uh, right. You kind of have to put yourself in David DePape's shoes in that moment. And it's like, well, I'm here on a suicide mission to save the nation from tyranny. Right. Am I going to let it all end because this guy made a phone call? And that <laughs> is actually David DePape's thinking. If you read right. his own words, he's like, the guy painted me into a corner. I didn't want to kill him. I didn't want to attack him. I wanted his wife. But then he made right. that phone call and it escalated things. So if Paul Pelosi seems a little hesitant or tentative on that 911 call, he's trying to not get beat to death with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going to do some tap dancing in that situation. Right. And, like, why would his gay lover want to talk to his wife? Right. It doesn't really fit into the to the theory, that, that line. I don't understand. Yeah, and also, there's a moment where David DePape yells out, I'm a friend. Why didn't he yell out, I'm his boyfriend? Right. Or, I'm his gay lover. None of that. He was just, ah, I'm a no? friend. There's no... Well, they're staying, they're staying quiet about it. Yeah, I suppose. Still trying sure. to keep that relationship under wraps while you're both on speakerphone right. with 911 and one of you's holding Look, a hammer and zip ties. Yeah, it's tough to keep a relationship going after one of you beats the other with a hammer. <laughs> you got to do a lot of work. That's very true. It's very true. So, yeah, that's where a lot of these rumors started. It's around stuff mm. like that, where people will take one little snippet from this 911 call. And in some cases, the 911 call they're referring to isn't even Paul Pelosi, because he called 911. And you can tell from the transcript that he's trying to like hint 
that he needs help, but he right. doesn't want to outright say, fucking send the police. This guy's going to kill me. Right. At the end of the call, he straight up says, uh, this guy says everything's fine, but I've got a problem. Like, how is that him, <laughs> like, yeah. hinting that this person is a friend and that the police shouldn't come? He's clearly being like, fucking don't send help. Wink, wink, wink. Like, <laughs> like he's clearly needs some fucking help. Right. And, yeah. but right wingers are just capitalizing on that as like proof that there's something more sinister happening here. Right. There's also another rumor that there were two hammers present, which for one thing, mm -hmm. what the fuck you think they were engaging in gay hammer play? <laughs> like what, what does it matter if there were two hammers there? Well, I, I guess like they were, they were like in, having a hammer fight. All I <laughs> like want is for someone to, man. all I want is for someone to tweet at me and be like, you make jokes, but hammer play is real. Don't kink shame me. I mean, hammer play <laughs> probably is real. Ouch. No matter yeah, how it's happening. I, Ouch. It's not my thing, but people <laughs> like pain, you know. I suppose. That feels like a step away from gunplay. Yes. He, th <laughs> that exists. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, dude, if you can think it, people <laughs> fuck it. Oh, man. So, yeah, maybe it was that. I don't know. That's our new <laughs> conspiracy. Yeah. Paul Pelosi was engaging in hammer play with David DePay. Gay hammer play. <laughs> and yeah, the, the way the two hammer thing started is there's a line in one of the police reports that says, our officers observed Mr. Pelosi and the suspect both holding a hammer. That's just mm. awkward phrasing. Like that's very, that's sloppy grammar. It's not proof yeah. of a conspiracy. Right. Because what they actually mean is when police arrived, there was one hammer and both of them had their hand on it. Like they were right. struggling over this right, hammer. Right, yeah. And like I can picture the scene like it's it seems like some movie shit where right. they're struggling over the hammer. The police walk in and they like stop and look at the police and the police are like, drop the hammer. And one guy lets it go and the other guy just takes it and fucking bashes the guy in the head. Exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah. That is precisely what happened. They ha yep. both had a hand on the hammer, and when the police said drop the hammer, David DePape took it and hit Paul Pelosi in the head with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is just, it looks like, a. I mean, shocker, a cop is dumb and very good at grammar, but like, even if it was talking about two hammers, that would be wrong, that would be incorrect grammar. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's wrong. It would be way. both holding hammers, not both holding a hammer. There's also the glass. There's pictures of the glass where David DePape broke in, and you can see glass on the outside. Uh-huh. And people are leaning on their investigation discovery degrees Yeah. to decide that, well, that means that it's fake because someone broke the glass from the inside. No, it means that glass is the kind of glass that you install in the home of an elected government official at one of the highest levels possible. You're not just going <laughs> to elbow that shit. Right. David DePape, again, in his own statements, was like, man, that fucking glass was hard to break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but and like, even if it's regular, like, that is just some pure people only get their fucking information from movies and yes. TV. Yes. Because, like, if you break a fucking window, glass is going to come on the outside of the goddamn house in addition to the inside. Yeah. It's going to fall. And, like, when you climb in... You're going, your body is going to naturally move glass out of the window to the outside. 
Yeah. Like that's, that's how it works. Sorry guys. And there have been cases where people have staged that kind of thing, but you can tell, like you can tell yeah. when glass has just been broken from the, cause I think there's like one or two examples of it. And it was like some stupid fucking housewife. And then right. there's TV shows about it and people are like, Oh, and well, shouldn't and do like, that anymore. I have to imagine most of the time that's like insurance fraud and shit. Yeah. Like not like breaking and entering. Yeah. It's either that or I'm, trying to have someone killed and I want to make it look like a break-in. So, right, yeah. But in this case, there's glass on both sides because this glass, you can tell, was a fucking nightmare to break. Like, it I looks like he been. had to shoot it out. It looks like look, bank glass. And it probably if is. If nothing else, this guy was very determined. Yeah, that's the thing. He said he recognized that there were cameras around. And yeah. that's another rumor you're hearing is, well, how come the cameras weren't on? They were. The cameras were on yeah. and they were able to be monitored from Washington, D.C., but it was five o'clock in the morning and no one was fucking why it was five o'clock in the morning in D.C. at the time. Right, right. And they weren't watching <laughs> and he got in. Yeah. But that doesn't mean the cameras weren't on. Like it's like there are reports that they rewound the footage and saw him go in and maybe sure. we'll get that footage at some point. Maybe, but like I've, I'm not expecting that private home security footage yeah like, i wouldn't expect that in any case and so he breaks in through this glass door he said he was very surprised to find paul pelosi was still asleep in bed after he made all that noise and i'm like eh, he's probably drunk <laughs> 82 <laughs> i mean yeah 82 but also nancy's yeah. on the east coast yeah. you know paul was fucking pounding them back that, that is night. probably true and that I think it was a Saturday true. also. Paul was, <laughs> Paul was fucking knocked the fuck out. I promise you that. No, you can't be. He's been dry since May <laughs> at yeah. 82. He went off the bottle. He's yeah. just totally kicked it. Because 82 is when you finally decide to quit drinking. Right. Well, and not only your body can totally take the DTs <laughs> at 82. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't kill him. So he awakes to find David DePape standing over him, holding a hammer and zip ties and asking, where's Nancy? Probably for like the 25th time, depending on how drunk Paul <laughs> Pelosi was at that moment. He's like, fuck. Hey. Yeah. Hey, dude. Dude, where's Nancy? Hey. Where's Nancy? Hey, where's Nancy? Paul. Just get louder and louder. Paul! God, I'm going to go get my hammer if you don't tell me where. I know you're not. You can't possibly be asleep. <laughs> God damn it. So they had some back and forth. About how Nancy was in Washington and sure. wouldn't be back for a few days. And David DePape was like, cool, I'm just going to tie you up. We'll wait. And uh, I wouldn't uh -huh. want that. I certainly. So, so Paul. That's, that's so funny. Like, what a great plan. Yeah. That's like a, it reminds me of that fucking Dennis Leary movie where he like ties up the couple in the bedroom. He's like, he's like a thief and he yeah. ties them up and then he has to deal with them for several days. I think people are not paying enough attention to the part where he said this was a suicide mission. Yeah. And I think he was expecting, as a lot of us would, given the history of the police, if nothing else, mm -hmm. that someone was just going to walk in and shoot this guy. Right. And I would join a lot of right wing voices in asking why the police didn't just fucking shoot this guy upon walking in. But I think we all know one of the answers. He's not black enough for that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't seen the guy, but if I could picture him next to a paper bag, I feel <laughs> like 
Oh, you haven't even he seen might. what he looks like? What? No, I haven't seen the picture. Oh, he looks like he owns a fucking REI or something. Like He's got a okay. fucking ponytail. He's a white dude. And I'm right. Yeah, white <laughs> dude with a ponytail. So, yeah, I mean, it is weird that the police didn't just, especially yeah. the part where he, like, swings the hammer. But they might not have had, like, again, that's, that's a thing that people are asking all these questions around. It- and it's like. Maybe they didn't have a shot. Maybe he yeah. was behind Paul Pelosi and like you'd have to shoot Paul Pelosi to shoot him. Right. Like, there could be you have to imagine answers. that if you're a cop, the last thing you want in this situation is to shoot the elected official's husband. <laughs> right. And also, if you look into how the greeting of the police at the door happened, like Paul Pelosi didn't like answer the door and go, oh, my God, help me. <laughs> Like he was struggling. It seems like they were struggling with the hammer and Paul Pelosi was right. like, can we move over by the door so I can open the door? Let the police in. That part is confusing. And that's what's fueling a lot of this, because yeah. it seems like when they walked in, people were like, it's OK. It's fine. We're just, you know, struggling over this hammer here. Right. And the police say, drop the hammer. And David DePape says, nope. And fucking he did actually say, uh, nope. And <laughs> hit Paul Pelosi with it. <laughs> That's what I do. I mean, you, know, if you, you have to have a sense of humor in a situation like this. And so that seemed to be the, the accepted version of events was that the police came to the door. Paul Pelosi answered the door. They saw the two of them struggling over this hammer. They tell David DePape to drop the hammer. And then that's when David DePape hits Paul Pelosi with the hammer. So then this fucking Miguel Almaguer report happens mm. on NBC news have you listened to this yet uh no i think this came up late i'm gonna play it right now now to the latest on the attack on paul pelosi nbc news has now learned more details about the moment police officers arrived the new insight gives a fuller picture of the 82 year old's response in the middle of the emergency nbc's miguel almaguer has more this morning paul pelosi is home back at the house that became a crime scene a week ago today NBC News learning new details about the moments police arrived. Sources familiar with what unfolded in the Pelosi residence now revealing when officers responded to the high priority call, they were seemingly unaware they'd been called to the home of the Speaker of the House. After a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. The 82-year-old did not immediately declare an emergency or tried to leave his home, but instead began walking several feet back into the foyer toward the assailant and away from police. It's unclear if the 82-year-old was already injured or what his mental state was, say sources. According to court documents, when the officer asked what was going on, defendant smiled and said everything's good. But instantaneously, a struggle ensued as police clearly saw David DePap strike Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. After tackling the suspect, officers rushed to Mr. Pelosi, who was lying in a pool of blood. What we do know is he brutally attacked Mr. Pelosi and attempted to kill him. After spending several days in the ICU, Pelosi, who is recovering from a fractured skull and serious injuries to his arm and hand, is now home where Capitol Police remain on alert. Investigators have previously said Pelosi did not know DePap when the 42-year-old broke into his home. 
why Pelosi didn't try to flee or tell responding officers he was in distress is unclear. Fear takes over. Fear freezes people. This morning, the 82-year-old lucky to be alive after an intruder nearly killed him in his own home. Hmm. The Hmm. thing about that report is it's completely different than what police have said so far about right how this encounter happened what's interesting i've seen this reported on where there's another part where miguel almaguer apparently says we still don't know what happened when the two of them were alone in the home for those 30 minutes but i didn't hear that part in this news report but i've seen it reported on where he apparently adds that and the thing about this news report is nbc took it down Mm. And they said but it, it's still on YouTube. Well, it's on YouTube. The link that I put in the notes is a local news affiliate reporting right. on the NBC News report. But NBC News took this report down from all of their social media and from their YouTube and said it did not meet their editorial standards and that mm-hmm. the source who provided the information was unreliable. And God damn it. Like, this is how conspiracy theories like this live forever. Because how did it get through? Like, how did this make it to television? But now when people are asking questions, you're like, doesn't meet our standards. We took it down. Right. Like, yeah, this is one of those things that I feel like it requires a little more explanation that we're never going to get. No, probably not. I mean, man, the comments under that video are... Oh, yeah. A nightmare. But it's shit like this that keeps conspiracy theories like this burning forever. And I I still don't know how different that version of events would really make things. Like, at best, like, I guess if it did point to David DePape being some kind of acquaintance with them, I guess Mm. it it would lead back to that, oh, Paul Pelosi is gay cover up, which, again, I don't think anyone would fucking care. Like, yeah, it like he he was I still mean, did they do a, a blood alcohol test on Paul Pelosi? Yes. And I fucking I'm not I don't say that to be an asshole, but no, it could very well explain a lot of his seemingly weird behavior like if that. Yeah. What I just listened to, like, if that's an accurate accounting of events, it doesn't sound like a gay lover. It sounds like a drunk guy. dealing with a crazy situation i think that like if i can like an old drunk guy if i can add some of my own unfounded conspiracy theorizing into the mix here i would say maybe paul pelosi was drunk and maybe that's why he was acting as weird as he was like a career alcoholic (sighs) drinking himself to sleep on a Saturday night no get the fuck out of here yeah no his system was totally clean yeah And from then, like, who cares if he was acting weird on the 911 call? Who cares if he acted weird when the cops showed up? He was fucking drunk, tired, and 82 years old. Yeah. And maybe already hit with a hammer? Unclear? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that part we don't know. Like, we don't know what David DePape did to keep him from moving around. Yeah, he might have hit him already. And, like, it's a crazy situation. Like... No one, I don't think there's any set behavior for a situation like that. It's very bizarre to be in. Yeah. So, yeah, even if 
that Miguel Almaguer report is accurate, I don't think it's going to change the situation that much. Like, no, it is weird that they got the reporting that fucking wrong. But well, yeah. And like, why do you care that this guy is gay? If you like, why (sighs) would a right winger care other than that they hate gay people? Like, it's just weird. Yeah, of all people, right-wingers should understand scandals don't end careers anymore. Like that. <laughs> right. That doesn't, well, that doesn't work. Well, yeah. They don't end Republican careers. Right. But this one wouldn't end Nancy Pelosi's no. career. Well, this is, his, uh, this is her husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would have no impact on the political future of this country. She is totally separate. Like, this would just be, if anything, if it were real, it would be like... Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, like Hillary gets a total boost in, you know, public favor because she deals with a cheating husband. Yeah. So then the last, I guess, controversy around this that has erupted most recently, I'm sure by the time this goes up, there will be so much more. But uh, (laughs) there's this argument about whether this guy really was a right winger or whether he's like a secret leftist, which is, of mm. course, feeding into the whole false flag narrative. Right. One thing we know, he he's, he's here illegally from Canada, mm. which I've been saying it again, and I'll say it forever. Build that northern wall. Build, yeah, build fucking the wall. Get that northern wall built. Keep those fucking Canadians out of here. We can't tell just, them apart. Right. They're the most yeah, dangerous of all. They could be one of us. <laughs> they uh, look just like us. Uh yeah, make it like out of ice, like like in fucking Game of Thrones. Hell yeah, <laughs> Hodor. <laughs> hey, and that would create jobs because he'd have to have a bunch of uh, ice a bunch makers of Unix, uh, garden the wall. <laughs> yeah, would uh, we could just take all the water from somewhere that has lots of water right now? Yeah, the Great Lakes. <laughs> yeah, drain them. <laughs> drain the lakes. That's our campaign slogan. Drain the lakes! Drain the lakes! Use them to build the wall, but yeah. the one up and by Canada. Or build an ice wall between the U.S. and Mexico. You put enough ice there, it'll stay. How about this? Right down the center of the United States. Oh, down the Mississippi. Yeah, that's the fucking wall I want. <laughs> Either that or no, oh. maybe like right, maybe maybe something to separate us between north and south. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, no, like uh, something like uh, one of the parallels. I feel mm. like would mm. be good. We could just like cleanly divide uh, along that. Yeah, and yeah. Then we put a wall there. We put one at the northern border. We put one at the border with Mexico. <laughs> we put one on both coasts. Right. Of course. Yeah, you gotta you gotta protect our borders from the coasts. <laughs> now we're just a fucking <laughs> pinball machine of a country. <laughs> walls everywhere, we're bouncing all over the place. Uh, the giant rolling balls of America. <laughs> uh, you know, it'll be one of the new uh wonders of the world. And then like the the flippers can be like people. That yeah. could be more jobs. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like the greeters at Walmart, but like thousands <laughs> of them just moving in <laughs> unison in perfect unison. Because we make them. Of course. So, yeah, people, because he's from Canada, he's here illegally. There are a lot of people on the right who are like, no, this guy was a leftist. And that's why this attack happened. One of the funniest things that they keep pointing to is the fact that he is what's called a Castro nudist protester. 
Uh-huh. And you're getting a lot of people on the right going, oh, so this Castro supporter is also a Donald Trump supporter? And it's like, you fucking dunderheads. They mean the Castro district in San Francisco, not Fidel Castro. Why would there be fucking nudists for Fidel Castro? There might be. I mean, the climate in Cuba uh, certainly calls for it. Good good for them. Yeah. <laughs> but I got no problem with it, but that's very funny. I just am like, if you're Canadian, why on earth would you give a shit about Nancy Pelosi like you you're from Canada you get to not care that's a privilege that you yeah. have yeah I'm always confused by shit like that but it yeah. seems like he's been he must have been here a while though it it seems sure like. so maybe he's adapted our fucking ways yeah our ways of hating Nancy Pelosi <laughs> so people on the right are pointing to all that there's also an interview with one of his neighbors and this Neighbor was like, man, he was weird. And I just mm-hmm. stayed away from him in general. And they were like, well, what about his politics? And they were like, I don't know, man, probably left leaning. But I again, I don't know. I'm guessing I don't talk to the guy. And they were basing that on the fact that they're in Berkeley, for right. one thing. And right. this garage he was living in, there was like a Black Lives Matter flag and a pride flag nearby sure and so that automatically means this guy is a leftist plant who attacked paul pelosi for political gain (laughs) with a hammer and i think this speaks to kind of the narcissism on both sides Mm -hmm. where like if you're truly a supporter of the republican party or the democratic party right now you have no doubt in your mind that everyone is either your team or their team Mm-hmm. There's no there's no in between. You're either right. with us or against us. And I'm sorry, but there are people out there that hate you both. Yeah. That just generally hate the government. Here's the thing. I don't want to tie up her husband and break her kneecaps, but I would also like to ask Nancy Pelosi some questions. <laughs> yeah. I can think of a few things I think Nancy Pelosi could do and I would be happy. But like, yeah, I'm not a Democrat and I'm not a Republican. I Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't, I, I think both sides are relatively broken. Yeah. And I think you got to take into account that a lot of people think that way too. And this guy, yeah, there, I even saw a, I'll try and find the tweet or did I find it? No, I didn't link to it. But there's a reporter in San Francisco who People were asking these questions, and he tweeted that this guy was the former partner of this woman who's in, I think, prison for attempted murder of a child. And he was like, look into their past. They're just anti-government. Like, some people just are anti-government in general. And Yeah, because the government wants to interfere with their child murdering or whatever the fuck. (laughs) And also, this guy's... I'm sorry, this guy's crazy. Like, no way. He's clearly got some some mental issues. Yeah, I think that's fair. And so I don't, I don't, I don't really see the point in trying. I mean, I get why both sides are trying to assign a definitive label to this guy, right, for political gain. But it seems kind of pointless to me. Like in the big scheme yeah. of things, the thing they point to in terms of this guy being a right winger is all of his blog posts. Mm-hmm. And the reason that's not going to convince anyone is the blog posts that the Washington Post apparently identified, and we'll link to 
an article where they go through those. Those don't exist anymore, and you can't find them. And all of the archived blog posts that people have linked to all have the same date on them. Yeah. And people are like, well, what the fuck's that about? And according to Vice, he registered the website that those all went up on in August of 2022. And it seems like all the posts just went up like in a span of a couple days from there. So he, when you're questioning why they all went up on the same day, as someone who has launched websites before, I know one thing you want to try and do is have some content there already Mm -hmm. when you launch it. Because I think I saw someone on Twitter say they had to pay to read his website. So all of these posts, and this is just me theorizing, but uh, I guess in the non-crazy way, he could have just put all those posts up as a, here's a website launch thing. And he had this content written and just needed to publish it. And maybe either wasn't savvy enough to know or the hosting service he used didn't allow it. But you can like change the dates of posts to make them look like they went up at different times. But if you're just launching a website that you just registered that month, if you put all that content up at the same time, it's all going to show up as the same date. So again, I know it looks weird, but it is far from definitive proof that these blog posts were faked by Antifa because of course an Antifa (laughs) an account with Antifa in its name linked or tweeted out the blog post screenshots it is I mean I will say like it is kind of weird to have a post called you walk around telling me what to fuck and what not to fuck and then with a you link to a YouTube video about the Pixar movie Brave oh did you read his reviews of Black Adam no oh you got I'll find those i i cannot put them in the chat because it'll be another 45 minutes of silence while you read them but (laughs) i'll try and find it and send it to you it is long as shit and it's all about how that movie is just about killing white people so yeah i don't really see the value unless you are actually campaigning for office i don't really see the value in trying to pin a political affiliation on this guy but if those blog posts are real he's clearly definitely leaning right these days yes even if he didn't always which is also a possibility that happens all the time yeah he could have been a leftist at one point and has now shifted to the right yeah or libertarian or whatever and this is a case where i think i do i mean i always when it involves police i almost always want this but i would like to see the body cam footage here yeah because that's all they really need to do to clear up what happened at the door yeah and just show it up to the point like right before the hammer hits him just like freeze it right there yeah i think all body cam footage should be like on a website and you could be like you can like search it by badge number and date and time like yeah every fucking second that a body cam is on that would actually be great yes that is the kind of police oversight we do actually need yes Especially if you could like go on that website and flag your own body cam footage and be like, I was in this. Uh, (laughs) That would be fun. People should look at this. Yeah. But yeah, they just need to release the body cam footage. They did it with the DUI arrest. I accept that this is a far more high level crime than that DUI, but that's all they got to do, I think. To, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's still like, they'll be like, why did it take so long? Body cam footage is edited. Blah, 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 blah. Like it's yeah, still not 
it's still not going to satisfy anyone's no. concerns. But on the bright side, we might not even still be a country by then. Because, be cool. like, again, this comes out the day the midterms are happening. Who knows what kind of mm-hmm. fires are going to start in light of all that. So by the time this goes up, we might not even care anymore. I mean, I already... Paul Pelosi's yeah. fine, so I already don't care anymore. <laughs> it's like when someone falls on ice, like you have to pause and make sure they didn't break a hip, and then you get to laugh. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to laugh, but I'm also like kind of over this story already. Yeah. Now this that, is one that- Now that we've talked me- about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, this is just one of those that I, I'm basically not on Twitter anymore, and I this whole story just passed me by. Uh, and I feel like my life was richer uh, for that. That's that's what we do here. We try to unrichen lives. <laughs> Is that a word? Unrichen? Un unenriching? <laughs> yeah. Disenriching. <laughs> <laughs> we like to de-enrich around here. <laughs> so I think that's our episode, right? We yeah, got a lot more. Like we got a lot more minutes out of this than I expected. <laughs> It's weird. It's a weird story. It's a weird one. It's the the Miguel Almaguer thing just fucking blows everything up. And I hate that so much. Goddamn NBC. Be better. Fucking local affiliates are the fucking worst, too. But but no, Miguel Almaguer was. No. Oh, you mean like that? But but it's still online because of the local affiliates. Right. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Woo. All right. So I think that's our episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Yeah. What do we have to plug? I have uh, adamtodbrown.substack.com. That is where you can uh, read my writings. I uh, also write a lot. Uh, that's what I did to start my my career. Um, everything's free for right now. I'll put that paywall up eventually, but I'm getting back in the groove. So <laughs> go check it out. What, no matter what podcast you listen to, there's stuff there for you. You don't want to read about the Bobby Kennedy assassination souvenir program? I bought it at the Reagan Library? Sure you do. Go read about it. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's weird. Um, And also, uh, going back, our Lost yes. Rewatch podcast. There was a Absolutely. new episode up last week. Uh, we're we're heading for home. We're getting, getting close yep. to finishing season one, so that'll be out publicly soon also. But you can also subscribe to bonus episodes and hear it right now. And we still do bonus episodes of this podcast, too. You get so yep. much for your $4. Wow, it's um, a great deal. Olivia, do you have anything to plug? Uh, I mean, going back, uh, and also, I mean, I, you can follow me on Twitter if you want, if you want to see me retweet this podcast, uh, and that's it. I mean, no, not really. I'm in, I'm busy. I got so much shit. I'm failing tests left and right. Like, I gotta, I gotta be a bad student. Take Olivia's tests. Hmm? Someone volunteer to take Olivia's tests. Yeah, if someone, yeah, that would be great. I bet that would work. <laughs> Yeah, of course. So I think that's it. Let's get out of here. Olivia, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. People of Earth, your planet is about to be destroyed.